Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the PHNX Sun Devils podcast live show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download today using the code PHNX. Get $100 in free bets when the team that when the in the game that you bet on either team scores a point. I'm Shane. This is Brittany. We're here up? on another Friday fun day. Feeling we good. Made it to Friday. If your week was like mine or at least last week, this week wasn't quite so bad, but hey, it's Friday, and you made it, sailors, so let's do a mental health check. How's everyone doing today? <laughs> oh, I feel great. I'm I a, feel... I'm I feel, a little sleepy, but I feel good. You know what? It's Friday, though. Big game on the schedule. So, so much to talk about, and it's going to be an exciting weekend. Um, a lot at stake for the Sun Devils as they take on the Utah Utes on the road. Um, yeah. It's, I mean... Uh, this game, when the schedule came out, it looked a lot scarier than it is now, uh, for sure. Yeah. Utah's had a lot of stuff they've been dealing with. They're coming off a big win against USC, which, what did you say before the show? I just had saw that uh, Utah had their first win at USC since 1916 last weekend. That's insane. So it was 105 years. That's insane. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're coming off a big win um, at USC. Uh, obviously, USC is not the normal USC that we are used to seeing. However, it's still USC, and they're still playing um, in LA. So, big win nonetheless. Uh, the run defense is what the Devils are going to have to get through. Uh, the Sun Devils have been really good uh, in the trenches mm-hmm. for most of the season, but Utah is somewhat better as uh, a matchup uh, than. ASU is so it's it's going to be that, that's going to be the biggest thing I think that's where the game is going to be won and lost is on the line and uh, I think ASU is just going to need to come out and play physical for the most part yeah well a lot to talk about with that game but before we get into it yesterday they had the uniform drop let's see what the devils will be rocking this week all right so we got the white jersey the maroon pants the maroon helmet with that uh Big gold pitchfork and white cleats. So we also have the white face mask. I think we need to mention that. Uh So, all right, Shane, what are we thinking? Trash or treasure? Well, I mean, I I don't think I can go trash for any of these jerseys unless they could pull off some like egregious combination of jerseys. It's hard to do that because we've said treasure on all of them so far and they're all just kind of different combinations of the same thing. 
So, I mean, I'll, I'll go. And the, the murder bands throws me off a little so bit. So, here's where I'm at. I almost feel like this one is kind of like a meh for me. I'm not a big fan of the yeah, helmet kind sticker of the on the helmet. I don't like it. I feel like it's almost I too much. sparky up there. And I keep looking at the screen because I want to, I'm like expecting to get pulled back up, even though I know it won't. It, I could pull it up right here. But, like, I just feel like the, the sticker is too much. It's overpowering for the helmet. So, yeah, I almost don't like this uniform as much, and it's nothing against the uh, uniform staff. I think the actual uniform itself is good, but I just, compared to some of the other ones, you know, the the little details just didn't do it for me. Well, luckily this isn't a battle of fashion. and the Thank God. The game is going to be won and lost through the means of a football match. It's going to be probably the exact opposite of what a fashion show would be which is all beauty this is going to be a gritty ugly it's going to be ugly it's going to be a be... grit and grime game for yeah. sure so you know it's going to be very interesting to see you know utah fans love to um make fun of arizona state fans um almost like trying to troll them and like talking trash but arizona state owns the overall series 22 to 9 um i feel like even if they win this weekend, it's still not a rivalry. Yeah, I mean, let's not even talk about that. We we saw the comments on our we old did, question of did. the day. Nobody believes it is. I don't believe it is. You don't believe it is. It's not. I mean, the real rivalry is the school down south, and they, they're not even good enough to do that. But, I mean, not technically even a rivalry per se. It's not even really going to be one of those um, games where you start getting irritated. Like, I think they see us on the schedule as fans – um, and, and knowing that when they see Arizona State on there, they're going to have to deal with um, another really tough opponent that's very, I, I like you said, it's a really great matchup for them. Um, and so I feel like it's, I don't know what it is. It, it They just go insane trying to like get under Arizona State fans' skin because I think Arizona State fans, by not caring, get under their skin. Well, yeah. The, I mean, every single game that the Devils play going out to the rest of the year into the Pac-12 championship, if they keep winning, is going to be uh, a tough matchup. It doesn't matter. I mean, every team, the, the, the Sun Devils have a target on their back. Let's just get that out of the way. Like, 100%, they're the team to beat in the Pac-12 right now, which is just, it's it's, it's fun to be at this point this late in the year, um, or halfway through the year, rather. So th th this is a huge test. Uh, obviously, Utah is gritty, and they're, they're they have to go into Utah and win. Um and we, we're going to keep saying this every week, I feel like. They mm -hmm. need to get past this game, and the schedule lines up. But the schedule will never lighten up, I feel like, if ASU continues to win. Well, in a way, that's true. But th there's a little bit of a difference this week because they do just need to get past this week to have a bit of a break because they have a bye next week. So at least you can say, like, at this in this game, listen, you just got to get through this game. And then you have a little bit of a break to recoup and, you know, mentally get things together. So... Yeah, normally, you know, we're saying, like, you just got to get through this game and you can't necessarily um, – it's not even just that because it's never easy. There's always the next game next week. But, I, you know, there also is that added factor of at least an Arizona State's benefit. After this gritty war, they are going to have that bye week, which I think will be beneficial for them. All right, well, let's get into what makes ASU – emerge victorious in this game let's get to our keys to the game yep. uh so my biggest one this is my personal biggest key to this game arizona state's offense needs to get out the gates fast mm -hmm. because a team like utah isn't built to play from behind you know that they're, they're a run first team they're built to stop the run so a prime example was against byu byu knocked them behind early and they could not 
come back. And same thing with San Diego State. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, they, they just have to get off to a fast start. And that comes with uh, discipline and, and trying to uh, make sure they limit beating themselves. Because Utah is a team that doesn't beat themselves. They just they're, they're, they, they have low uh, penalty yards per game. They don't turn the ball over too much. Uh, and, and, and they've just always been that kind of under control uh, team in this conference. So I, I, I think as long as either team doesn't beat themselves, I mean, the one point spread on DraftKings right now is going to hold true. It's going to be a really, really close game that's decided by a couple mm-hmm. plays. Yeah. And kind of piggybacking off of what you said as well, you know, um, talking about how they can't play from behind. I brought that up because, you know, they ended up losing that game against BYU after they got punched Mm -hmm. in the mouth early. They couldn't come back against San Diego State in the following week. That kind of led things to be um, way off kilter for where they expected to be uh, after three weeks into the season. So um, defense is going to have to stop the run early on because Utah loves to run the ball and it's going to eat away at the clock. That's something that you have to take into consideration, especially if you're Herm Edwards and you uh, really like to play with the clock and sometimes take some risks with it. You know, it makes people incredibly uncomfortable. So I think it's really going to come down to, like you said, offense scoring early and defense being able to stop the run of Utah. Because uh, if you, if you keep them off the board and you're able to get up by at least seven early um there's a, probably going to be a good chance you've eaten away most of the first quarter at mm-hmm. that point if not all of it so i think that that's incredibly essential yeah and and playing that first quarter getting out quick and stopping the run establishing the dominance early needs to get followed up by a complete game throughout mm-hmm. asu's been able to put together 90 percent of complete games i'd say yes. sometimes their offense has been stalling uh in the ucla game it stalled uh, and, and that just can't happen. Uh, even though they were able to to come out with a win in that game, it wasn't complete. Their defense didn't step up till the second half in both of these games, these last two games, really. So uh, a complete game is where ASU will win this game. Obviously, it's super easy to just say that, but the consistency factor needs to be there. They need to mm-hmm. play the same way that they do in the first quarter as they will in the fourth quarter. And, yeah. And that comes with discipline, coaching, everything. So complete game... If, if, they, if they're able to play a complete game, there's no way Utah can beat them as long as they don't beat themselves. Yeah, and, you know, um, one area that I do have a little bit of a concern of is regarding um, penalties, and that's only because they're going to be back on the road this week, mm-hmm. and I'm not necessarily what sure of what to expect um, from the fans at Utah. Now, the players will be the first ones to tell you those fans are absolutely insane, they have been um, there. Some they've said some of the rudest things to the players from the stands. They'll tell you that, mm-hmm. um, you know. They'll and we saw it in years past with some of the things that people who were like I think he was an orthodontist or like a <laughs> pediatrician who tweeted at Evan Fields something along the lines of like killing himself or and you know like it's just insane the level that these people take it to um, at, at Utah. It's just a whole new. A whole new level. So um, I do have a little bit of a concern with the hostile environment in terms of it uh, causing some penalties or causing some issues with the offense um, or even with, you know, defense, drawing the defense offsides. Um, But I think that ASU has really worked on, you know, the silent snap count since BYU. I think that they were aware of that possibly being an issue when they went to Mm -hmm. UCLA 
Um, obviously, it wasn't as crowded inside of the Rose Bowl as they were expecting, so they really didn't have to worry about that too much. But um, I think it's something they've been preparing for for a while, knowing that it was going to come back at some point again, and they don't want to be haunted by that. So um, that's an area of concern that I have, but it will be interesting to see how things play out. Well, this is what worries me is we've talked about this. Utah started off slow, but we're getting the ASU is getting a team that is hot right now. They're mm-hmm. they're, they're trending up consistently. Uh, the last three wins they've had, they've held their opponents to under 100 yards per game. So that run de- or r- rushing yards per game, sorry. So the run defense is really working. Uh, their the run game on offense is really working as well. They they were able to have their way with USC and Washington State um, and. Something unexpected. Their quarterback, Cameron Rising, has been playing well. Uh, he had uh, 306 yards and three touchdowns against USC. I mean, yeah. this team is hot right now. Uh, they so, are hot. So, so the ASU needs to find a way to punch them in the throat and, and get them to, to sit down early because if, if Utah comes out there and they are the ones with the hot start, it could get ugly really fast. I mean, this team has a lot of momentum coming into this game, so ASU is really going to need to try to stymie this offense. But – I will say to counter your one point and not to be back and forth, like Utah is hot, Arizona State is also on fire. So they're going to be looking to bring the heat. Um, And, you know, it's kind of funny because, you know, when you run the ball, it's always kind of pound the rock. That's the saying in football, you know, and Utah, they're the Red Rocks. It's kind of, I feel like it goes hand in hand with their football program. But if Arizona State's able to essentially plow through the rock, they will take home the win. <laughs> I don't know how else to word that, but like that's kind of what it's going to come down to. And I just envision Sparky plowing through a big red yeah, mountain th- with a pitchfork. If this was a home game, there'd definitely be some type of graphic where Sparky is stomping yeah. all over yeah. red rocks. Uh, if you want to stomp all over the competitions on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can do that uh, right now. Download it now using promo code PHNX. Uh, if you bet just $1 on any NFL game this week, you'll get $100 in free bets if either team scores a point in that game. It's super easy to do. Uh, the last tie came 30 years after Utah beat USC at home for the last time. It was in 1943. So I'd say it's a pretty much a no-brainer. It's safe. It's secure. It's reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw cash whenever you want. I've been having some more luck on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Not as much as I'd like to have, but I feel confident in my picks this week. Um, we'll get to our DraftKings pick of the week a little later on in the program. Uh, but if you want to get on the action, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, get that promo code PHNX in, get $100 in free bets. If either team scores a point in the NFL game that you bet on, 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem, call 1 800 Next Step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have you ever been driving in the car and like realized? I'm going somewhere and I probably should make sure I look nice. And so you open your little mirror and you realize your like mustache is growing in. Well, you already have a full mustache, but like ladies, your mustache is growing in a little bit or like Shane, maybe your nose hairs are going a little wonky. Do you keep a lawnmower 4.0 in your car? I don't keep a lawnmower 4.0, but I do keep a weed whacker. And guess what I used yesterday in my car on my way to Tucson? The weed whacker. So if you need to trim up those uh, annoying facial hairs like I do, can't talk about the lawnmower 4.0 because like I said, I tried to use it on my legs after I grew my leg hair out for four days and it just still wasn't long enough. Well, I used the so, lawnmower 4.0 this morning on my face and I look, I look beautiful this morning. Yeah, well, you have a nice shave going on. Yes, you do. I can't personally comment on that, but I wanted to be able to comment on it on something with Manscaped. So yes, 
get the weed whacker if you have any of those stubborn little hairs or maybe just keep it in your car um, for when you're going on a, a date or you have an interview or you have something coming up and you know you need to look nice and hey, you forgot it before you left your house, but oh, you remembered it when you went to go grab a breath mint before <laughs> you went inside. So make sure you keep yourself looking nice. Go to manscaped.com right now. Use our code PHNX and you will get 20% off and free shipping. I love Manscaped. I like I like their boxers a lot. They're very they're fun to put on because they, they're breathable and they're. I still haven't tried mine just, on yet. They're really nice. I'm really I really appreciate you, Manscaped. So thank you. Um, okay, well let's get into predicting the Pac-12 games. Um, let's see what 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 game do you want to start with? All right. Well, first and foremost, if you want a full breakdown of predicting the Pac with all of this written down, the betting odds, the money line, um, you know the over under what's expected you can go to phnx or go to go phnx that's such a tongue twister Mm -hmm. when i try and say it that way go to gophnx.com and if you become a member right now you can see all of our articles including this one which is our picking the pack for this week we'll have all of the breakdowns for you um yeah make sure you get over there take a look we have uh a lot of stuff going on. A um, lot of content from a bunch of other writers. A ton, well as a ton herself. of Cardinals stuff, um, a ton of Coyote stuff, a ton of Sun stuff, um, and even some Mercury stuff. So you know, get over there, check it out, become a member. We have any specials going on right now, still, Shane? Yeah, we got a twenty percent off on all Cardinals merch, I believe. Hey, right go over there and get your Bird Gang stuff. Rise up, Red Sea. Buy one get one fifty percent off. That's buy what one it is. get one fifty percent off. So go over there. Thanks, producer. Get your Jacob. stuff. For, yeah, get your stuff for the Red Sea. Um, also, get your Sun Devils gear. We have a shirt on there now, so be sure to go over there and get that. Um, but, yeah, let's start with, um, huh? you know what? Let's just go through the list because I like our game that we have uh, going on to show people, you know, we have a little game in this segment to show you, and I, I kind of like using it as a segue point in the middle. I think we, I think that should be the last one. That should be our DraftKings pick of the week. Should it? I think it should. Okay. Do you want that to be, or would you? Do you, do you have a really confident one that you that you want? Uh, to no, I just don't. That's gonna be my DraftKings pick of the week. Okay, you have that be your DraftKings okay. pick of the week. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we'll keep that. We'll do those two let's last. Do, let's do Cal and Oregon. Okay, we'll start with Cal and Oregon. Uh, they're first on the list, I believe, which I still am trying to pull so up. So right Cal now. and Oregon's line right now. Uh, Oregon's favored by thirteen and a half on DraftKings Sportsbook. The over/under is set at fifty-three. I think both of those numbers are perfect. I think Oregon. I mean, they they should win by more than two touchdowns. They're they're I think they're three touchdowns better than Cal, uh, just talent-wise. I just think they're in their own heads a little bit. I mean, they they, they haven't really been able to pull it together uh, since that Stanford upset. So. Uh, I, I still obviously have the Ducks in this game. I think I think uh, Puddles and the whole squad runs through Cal. Uh, it's at home. It's in Eugene. So uh, <laughs> give me yeah. give me those give me those thirteen and a half points. Jacob loves Puddles. I'll obviously, take their money line, but I'll, I'll I'll take the points on that too. So I got Oregon for sure. Uh, I also have Oregon. You know, uh, Cal. The Golden Bears are ranked tenth in the conference for their scoring offense. Uh, they only average 24.2 points per game. That's not a good sign against the Ducks. They're leading the conference, scoring 35.8 points per game. Um, you know, Cal's also coming off a really discouraging loss to Washington State. So, yeah, got to go with Oregon. I think I think Puddles will be flapping his mm-hmm. wings. Can they fly? Yeah, they can fly. Yeah, Ducks can fly. Yeah, yeah, 
briefly. Haven't you seen The Sopranos? Wait, they they migrate in to Tony Soprano's yeah, pool. They, they fly. Are you going to look that up right now? I Dutch love that. fly. I'm telling you, they migrate into Tony Soprano's All right, pool. Um, next game, what do you want to do? Okay, we'll just go down the list until we hit the last. We'll, we'll, yeah. Yeah. So definitely not briefly. 40 to 60 miles an hour. It's like what? a goose. Okay, wait. I didn't know they flew that fast. I would love to see that. Okay. I so love now it makes sense when someone actually is like, whoa, and the ducks go flying down the field. <laughs> okay. They actually are flying. Okay. Uh, anyways, Arizona at Colorado. Okay. All I have to say is, holy shit, this game, I don't even know. Like, the, So this is the thing for me is obviously you look at two teams struggling, not just offensively, but in general. Um, Arizona is obviously winless. Yeah. Colorado's only won one game. Uh, the over-unders had a 46. Mm-hmm. On DraftKings Sportsbook. That's a little weird to me. Oopsies, I just um, splattered water all over. That's like one of the lowest totals I see in college football. Kentucky and Georgia is at 44 and a half. But 46 is super low for college football. Usually they're in the 50s or a little above. And I think that's too high for that game. I, I But you see, when two teams are this bad, you never know what can happen. I mean, Arizona's offense is, or, or offense is terrible, but so is their defense. Colorado's offense is terrible, but their defense isn't great right now. No, but I think the fact that their I, defense I, I, is better. Arizona might win this game. That, okay, I had that feeling too. I really did I have just, a vibe. Hate, it crossed my mind. Game. They lost to NAU. We know, I get that, we know. but here's the thing. Like, who's to say Colorado doesn't have the it's absolute the worst showing ever? And it is the Pac-12. Yeah, we're we're aware what happened. So earlier. listen, I still pick Colorado, but I so do. Right. I did have a brief flash in my head where I, when I was contemplating this game, I was like, you know what, Arizona actually might have a chance if they do some things right. They might have a chance. Maybe but they got some crazy. Colorado. They got some crazy walk on that tried out for the team and their team open. Yeah, we tryouts. don't even know. We really don't even <laughs> It'd know. Be electric. So both go in Colorado in this game. Well, also I think it's going to be important, like depending on what Gunner Cruz Arizona gets in this game, because mm -hmm. Jordan McLeod is not playing. Uh, he's out for the rest of the season with a lower leg injury. So they're going back to Gunner Cruz, uh, who was so hit or miss. I mean, you know, you look at how he played at the beginning of the BYU game, and he looked great, and then you've seen him just look absolutely terrible since then. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. And also, Will Plummer is not the greatest quarterback but I think Colorado's defense, like we were saying, is stronger. Um, you know, we saw them defeat Texas A or almost defeat Texas A&M, hang with them till the very end, ultimately let them win on a field goal. But um, I think that that says a lot about what they're able to do if they put their mind to it. I think they were a team that might have got a little bit too caught up in that game and not have been ready for what was coming at them in the following weeks. Mm -hmm. But um you know, who am I to say I'm not really in touch with this Colorado program, but I still think that their defense, defense wins games, and I think Colorado's defense is going to be enough to get the job done in a very ugly game of poor football. Well, let's talk a weird game, uh, the Washington-UCLA game. UCLA is traveling to uh -huh. Seattle. Um, Washington's favored by one and a half. They just lost to Oregon State. They're two and three on the year. I, I, I don't know why the – Point total is where the the spread is where it is. Over under is fifty five on DraftKings. You can get UCLA money line for plus one hundred right now. I think I might have to dabble in that come tomorrow. I just feel like with UCLA, Arizona State's already played them, so fans know what they're 
team is capable of. I mean, it's not to say that their defense isn't good. It's good. Arizona State was able to make great adjustments offensively and just pick them apart as well as defensively to stop them from putting any points on the board in the second half or else that game would have went a lot differently. Um, But UCLA's defense still posed some challenges for Arizona State. um, And I think that Washington's offensive struggles are going to continue to plague them the same as they have all year long. And UCLA's defense is going to just feast. Um, You know, they just... Washington just doesn't seem to have an identity, and I think that that's going to be the key for the Bruins in, in, in pulling out a win. Is this, is this the game that Jimmy Lake and the boys finally th- discover themselves, though? I mean, it's, they, they've been, everybody's been waiting for this Washington team to do something. They were, they, were, they were thought of so highly at the start of the year. Is this the game that they blow up? Is there a reason why they're one-and-a-half-point favorites? Is it just because they're on the road and UCLA's in a, in a rut right now? I don't – I mean – I'm not actually sure. I'm really questioning that myself because I can't figure it out. Yeah. Unless I'm, I'm the only thing I'm thinking is maybe, maybe voters on the East Coast got Washington and Washington State confused or people. (laughs) They didn't even vote on anything because they're not ranked. But like whoever, not voters. Wait. I don't know what I'm talking about. I like. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Let's go on to the next one. Um, you want to save ASU for last? No, we can do that okay. one, and then we'll go to the okay. video and cut we'll it. We'll go right. to ASU. So is this your draft? This Kings is my DraftKings pick of the week. Number eighteen, Arizona State at Utah. There isn't, like I said before, not a hotter team in the Pac-12 right now than Arizona State, but it's going to be quite a challenge for them against this Utah team. You know, they're very physical, um, and, and they started off back to back. Uh, with those non-conference losses, but they've come back. But they they also have a lot to play for with the the death of their teammate, defensive back Aaron Lowe, who was shot at a house party in late September in Salt Lake City and ultimately passed away. You know, they just went to his funeral this week on Monday. So, you know, they're still grieving. They're still really... They're also just going to play inspired football. Yeah, but they're also still really raw uh, in that emotion in terms of uh, wanting to get out, go out there and get that win for him. So I think that that's going to bring a whole different level of intensity to the game. And so it's going to be good, but I'm going with Arizona State in this game. Um, I know it's going to be a close one, but uh, I I think the Devils have what it takes. I think their uh, defense is a little bit stronger than Utah's defense, which is normally incredibly, incredibly tough. But I think Arizona State has the edge this year. Well, it's an early game, seven o'clock instead of seven thirty at Pac twelve after dark. Ooh. You know, except it, for it's not on the Pac twelve network, <laughs> which is huge. It's in Utah. Uh, we've talked about all of this. Keys to the game, blah blah. blah. I'm still going ASU, taking that one point that DraftKings Sportsbook is giving me at minus one ten. The over under is fifty one and a half right now. This could be a sneaky game that goes over. Honestly, I think it's going to go over. It, it, it's going to be a weird one. Uh, I, I'll probably parlay the over in minus one uh and that isn't my DraftKings pick of the week we'll show you what that is but if you want to get in on this game or any of the pac 12 games we mentioned or hell cricket for that matter they got that on the DraftKings sportsbook app mm-hmm. um download uh the DraftKings sportsbook app using that promo code phnx when you sign up get your hundred dollars in free bets uh if you place one or more dollar on any football or any nfl game this week and either team scores a point that's promo code phnx when you sign up all right well this last game Washington State-Stanford, we had a really hard time deciding who was going to win. Stanford's favored by one point at Washington State. Both teams don't really know who they are. Stanford just had a big upset and then came to Tempe and lost. Mm-hmm. 
And if you know me, I always have a hard time picking Stanford. If you ever used to watch any of my lit with Brits, I used to do like two years ago. Stanford was my wild card every week. I never knew what to do. So we came up with a little bit of a new process in terms of uh, figuring out how we were going to come up with who our pick of the week was for this game. So and Shane is the cheese pick roll the cheese pick. It's cheese time. Baby. It's cheese time. Time for, time for the cheese pick cheese of pick. the week. Got our craft singles here. Do you ever eat these? And just like no, feel? they really kind of gross me out to be hundred percent honest. All right. Well, here we go. All right. Pick number one. Oh my God. It's already a one point differential. What's more, like, what, what is that more? I'd like, say that's more Washington State. State. Uh, Washington State, we'll leave it up there. Okay, first time for everything, you know, never thrown a piece of cheese. Should I toss it? Just throw it hard. I did. <laughs> Stanford. Stanford's your fake. Mine's Stanford. Washington State. Oh. All right, so we'll see. Sorry, producer Jacob, I, um, I scared you a little bit there with a piece of cheese, didn't I? So those are our cheese picks. Um... We're hoping to uh, bring a little spice to your day. We'll see how the cheese decided. Uh, I think it's interesting that our cheese decided to split. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes. The, the cheese pick is my DraftKings pick. The DraftKings cheese pick of the week. Lock it in, uh, Washington State. Uh, I'll take the money line on it, which is uh, plus one hundred right now on the DraftKings sportsbook app. What's the total in that game? Fifty-two and a half, which I'm staying the hell away from because oh, both teams man, you don't know yeah. what you're going to get. Now, this is interesting. This is completely off topic, but I just saw this talking about over unders. The over under in the Army and Wisconsin game, both teams that are horrendous on offense. Well, Wisconsin has to do with cheese, so not completely. <laughs> both teams are horrendous on offense. The over under is set at thirty-eight points. I think that game might be under. Um, Army's so power running. There's no reason to even talk about this right now. But it's. I thought that was funny uh, since we were talking about low over unders. Um, those, those were our DraftKings pick of the week. Uh, we do this every week on Fridays. We do. Uh, and if you want to read and you don't want to listen to us, you can read up on the Pac-12 picks of the week on gophnx.com. Brittany has the stuff um, in terms of that. So if you want to join the family... You can you get your first month for fifty cents, or you can get an entire year membership for sixty bucks, mm -hmm. and you get a free T-shirt with that. So go over to GoPHNX and join this family. You get members access to the members only Discord. Maybe you can slide into my DMs one day. Who knows? Hey. Also, um, I'm working on that ASU as a sleeping giant story. The first uh, part of that was on culture. I know it might sound a little insane, asinine, considering the fact that Arizona State is pushing towards a. Uh, possibly winning the Pac-12 South this weekend, which is, or not winning the Pac-12 South, but taking uh, a solid reign over the, the lead in the Pac-12 South. Uh, so we'll get to that. But um, it, it really discusses why Arizona State is going to forever be a sleeping giant. And it's not necessarily because of the product on the field. And this is a multi- faced issue so it's split up into a number of pieces like i said the first series went out two weeks ago it was on culture this weekend's story should be up by sunday or maybe monday will be on uh asu and the game day environment uh that also includes before the game during the game and after the game and it's going to be segueing into the next topic which is uh you know the evolving skyline of tempe and how Nothing really ever stays the same there. So talk to quite a few people um, 
really, I talked to eight, eight or nine people for this story. I'm very excited for you to see what I have put together and I want to get your guys' feedback. So please go over there, become a member so you have access to a story like that. Because if you truly are a diehard devil, it's something you are going to want to check out. So sweet. I'm stoked for it. Um, let's talk what a win for this ASU team would mean at Utah. That yep. is also our question of the day. Mm-hmm. We'll bring that up. Um, should ASU be included in the CFP conversation if they beat Utah? This weekend, we'll be posting that on our Twitter after the show. I'm posting it right now. Right now, actually. make sure to engage and comment. We bring up the responses on the following show, which will be on Monday. But mm-hmm. we will also come to you live after the game tomorrow within the ne- within five minutes of the final whistle. So make sure to come join us right here on our YouTube channel at PHNX Sports. Unfortunately, we will not be coming to you from in the studio. We won't have a producer tomorrow. And so that means Shane's going to have to be doing double duty, producing the show and being on the show. So we're going to have to do it where he can sit at a computer from home. So um, we will be joining you really quickly, like we said, and it will be both of us. It won't be just him waiting for me to get somewhere where I can also join in like we've had Mm -hmm. uh, in past times. So it's going to be a great Great post-game show. You know, like we said, a lot. There's going to be a lot to talk about, uh, win or loss. So, Well, let's answer this question of the day real fast. I, to me, they they would have they would have to have gone undefeated for them. Jacob, to even, can you bring it back up one more time so I can see it? For them to even be considered in the conversation. Uh, the, this ASU team, if they came into the season ranked higher, then maybe. But... I mean, there's, there's no reason why the Devils need to be included into a CFP conversation right now. If they went out and there are some big losses in the top five, then maybe uh, maybe that happens. Maybe if Oregon gets hot again and they can beat them while they're ranked, maybe. But to me, it, they just haven't done enough. The BYU loss is too big, and BYU even lost last week, um, which ruined one of my parlays, by the way. So BYU, you've let me down twice this year. Um, so I, I just don't think that, that, that ASU personally has, has, is going to be able to do enough to be included in that conversation in the first place. I think they can get to a good bowl game and get, get to a New Year's bowl game, but to me, it's just not it, it, it's not worth having a conversation about until maybe later on in the, in the season. Yeah, I agree. I think that a, a win this week against Utah, uh, like I said before, not only solidifies uh, their their stronghold over the Pac-12 South at this point, um, but it, it it will also be a really good litmus test as to where the offense lies when they do face a really, really gritty defense up front like Utah. Um, you know, I think, like you said, it will put them in the conversation for a New Year's Six Bowl, um, especially you know, a Rose Bowl, I think, especially if ASU is able to win this game and, and really, you know, jump out to being in the front of the Pac-12 South, it gives them more of an argument uh, to put towards the conversation of, hey, we're going to play in the Pac-12 championships, you know, then you you talk about, okay, you, you play in the Pac-12 championships, you win that, you play in the Rose Bowl. So, yeah, I think that you're on, on point. Um, but I do think it's worth mentioning um, and bringing it up because, Here's where I feel weird about this and why I feel weird saying this. The East Coast bias. You know, I feel like a lot of people don't get to see the ASU games. There has been a lot better visibility given the fact that Arizona State has not been on the Pac-12 network, which is something I'm very grateful for. Um, Just in general, with a lot of the Pac-12 games this year not being as 
uh, Pac-12 network heavy uh, with scheduling. So it's it's nice to get to see more of the games within the conference because I'm one of those people who didn't have the Pac-12 network and I would always have to bum a password off somebody else. Um, and yeah, I just... I think it. Uh, I think it gives Arizona State it, a, a good opportunity to get their name out there and draw more people's eyes towards them. Should you throw them into the conversation, even if they're not necessarily at that level? But I think you maybe look at it at, from two different. Two. I think it might depend on how you look at it. I'll say it that way. If you look at it from two different aspects of like, okay, here's who we have for the college football playoffs right now. Here are some other teams that are a little bit further behind, but we'll talk about these dark horses that might be back here or um, some other teams that we see potentially rising uh, that that could really make a huge impact. I don't know. Well, look, if the, if the CFP conversation is a, is a car and it's being driven by the four teams that are in that position right now, one through four, ASU would be like Forrest Gump running on uh, Route 66 the, behind the car in the rearview mirror. The, they, they don't they're not allowed in this conversation yet and nor should they be. But they have the opportunity to get there. I, I, I genuinely believe that winning enough games uh, and getting to that Rose Bowl, then they'll be in the conversation. But right now, pump the brakes a little bit. Let's just wait. Let's talk about what it would mean. Well, one game at a time, like Herb says. Let's talk about what it would mean in smaller circles. This would be the first time they start conference play 4-0 since 2007. It would be the first time they start the season 6-1 since 2014. Uh, So for the Devils personally, it means a lot to them. Um, Obviously, one game at a time. They they don't care about the, the CFP conversation as a whole, but a win would be huge. Um, anything else to add on this game before we I kind of feel like that's a little bit ironic. And, you know, I put that stat in there, um, but I didn't even actually pick up on something until I heard you read it out loud. Uh, so their 6-1 and one record was uh, 2014. 14. Okay, so that was the second year of Todd Graham being the head coach. I believe Dennis Erickson's first season was 2006, was it not? Or was it 2007? Um but it would be interesting because there's been a lot of comparisons made to the Dennis Erickson like uh, teams of the past um, with the penalties and such. And it, to have them look that similar in a lot of aspects um, and then have it be another one of those teams where, well, they also only did this. It's just one of those weird comparisons. I don't know. Just something to touch on. Gives me flashbacks. They ended that season with Oregon State and U of A, mm-hmm. both of which were games they should have won. Yep. yep. Yep, it's it's tough. We it, don't want to talk about Oregon State. It is tough, but <laughs> yeah, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about that. All right, let's get to the fun part of the show. Yep, um, we every love week, this part. We do an internet review, pull some stuff that we thought was funny from this week. So Jacob, fire off the first video. Let's see what we got. Oh my god, this is so good. It says crying and throwing up because uh, my teammates don't know. What does it say? The mercury of being in retrograde can cause massive relationship <laughs> challenges. Also, I'm six foot six and in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought that was really funny. That was posted, I believe, on the Nuggets TikTok page, or maybe oh it was. Um, maybe it was one of their players, but I thought that was hilarious. All right, yeah. next one. Dude, how many times do I have to tell you? Bro, I can't connect to your Wi-Fi network. You can find setup instructions in the help section of your Alexa app. (laughs) Does your Alexa ever randomly like talk to you? I don't have one because I'm 
you know, I have, I don't, well, maybe you don't know this. I have a lot of really weird conspiracy theories and like, I'll leave it at that. I don't yeah, trust that's an another Alexa. Show. That's another show, I think. I don't trust an Alexa. I, so I'll leave it at that. I have an I don't Alexa. Have one. I have an Alexa and a Google Home. My um, Apple Watch randomly answers me sometimes and yeah. it will piss me off because I don't know how much it's been listening to it. It will like mid conversation blurt out this whole paragraph of an answer of something. And I'm like, okay, thank you. All right. Next one. Hey, where did, uh, where'd you guys get those pyramids? Oh, you built them? Okay. <laughs> Come on. Did some other aliens bring them? Was it the Ungarks? Huh? Come on. Was it the Publets? The Publets. You seriously built those yourself? Well, goddamn. It's a little embarrassing. I don't even want to tell. Should I tell them? I'll just tell them. I mean, we, we came here to bring you guys some pyramids. We didn't think you could do that. You gotta understand that for us, this is like if all of a sudden you turned around and you saw a fish playing the flute. You know what I mean? Like, pretty well. They're lined up to, to Orion's belt. Well, fucking A, okay. Where'd you get the anti-gravity tech to move the big rocks? Get the fuck out of here. You pushed them? Okay, strong guy. Holy shit, can I get one of these? Can you do one of these? We got a big circle of rocks to go drop off in England and then I guess we fucking call it a day. <laughs> that, that, that's just what do you think about the pyramids um that was, i'm gonna I lo, i'm gonna love to hear this what do you think how do you think the pyramids were built i have no idea to be 100 percent honest with you do you think that it was actually manpower i don't know all i can tell you is when i was little and i was in school and i specifically remember this being in like sixth grade we had these like history books that had like the ancient egypt pyramids on front and that like that was what we really got to study that year that was my favorite year in history i can't really tell you much about what i learned but <laughs> i really like to learn about egypt and like the pyramids and i always thought it was cool i like the hieroglyphics i don't know very much about it i can't give you an honest answer but i 100 percent believe people are like reborn and also believe in the fact that there can be uh aliens i'm not saying that there's not so i'm not saying that there is but I'm not saying that there's not. So if there were odds on DraftKings, Jake, Jake, can you be the odds maker right now? What would the odds be on aliens versus like manpower building the pyramids? The pyramids? Yeah. I'd probably give manpower minus 105. That's it? Wow. You're, the, you're, you're that strongly? I'm hammering aliens then. No, I'm like, no, I'd hammer manpower because that's not great odds on the aliens. Minus 105 would be like plus 100. Okay. I'm not even going to make that comment. I was going to make a joke, but it's a very insensitive, rude joke, and I won't do it. Sorry. <laughs> Good. No. Um, nope. One more or two more? All right. The picture. This is so... I, I saw this last week, and I Shane, wanted to... Shane, did you this. not use my video I sent you? For you got to remind me before the shows, because I don't remember things. I, not, <gasps> there's so much stuff going on. All right, pull it up. Read that out, Jacob. Landlords fear the entrepreneurial apartment carpet farmer. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Dude, the idea of somebody farming like carp or any fish in a Well, that's what you have to do to be able to afford an apartment now in Phoenix because <laughs> everything is so expensive here. There's no way to afford anything Can else. Can you imagine if you went into your buddy's house? Hey, wait. Okay. Did you see how there was that new uh, luxury high-rise apartment that like just opened and they had like, a, like something with the piping in the roof 
burst and it flooded all these apartments this guy's like brand new like everything his closet was flooded like everything was ruined anyways imagine if it was somebody who was like <laughs> had fish carp carp farm <laughs> carp farming in their apartment above you and it was like oh sorry i i left my tub on and i, I forgot and it overflowed and uh yeah <laughs> Just got a little carried away there. I want. I I just want to see somebody raising fish in a bathtub. I think that would be my goal. Um, that's where I want to be in life in like five years. Um, did you hear about the lady who lived in like Peoria or something, and she had rats that she would breed to feed her anaconda? And this woman woman was a hoarder, and she died, and no one knew she died for like a month. So until there were a bunch of rats. The rats were like busted out of the house oh and invaded the entire street my two friends i went to high school with that ended up getting married and have like two kids now um they had bought a house in this neighborhood and they were quoted on the news saying that the rats had infested their garage and were like chewing through their boxes in their house they were like moving into and stuff it was just gross so anyways, rats from like, house even if you thought peoria neighborhood after neighbor after under's death yeah. That's crazy. They said the smell was so bad. That was this year? It was like two weeks ago. Oh my God. Yeah. It like just happened. These things are big. Oh, oh, oh. I hate it. I hate it. Get it off my screen. Yeah. It's gross. So imagine like thinking you're safe from some people doing weird stuff and then <laughs> come to find out, oh, hey, your hoarder neighbor who's been dead for a month in their house, whose body probably got eaten by all these rats okay. first. <laughs> oh, also has rats that they've been breeding. Uh, it's not far so off. So fun. All right. Uh, that is another episode of the PHNX Sun Devils live show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, it was fun, guys. We'll be back tomorrow right after Yay. the show or uh, right after the game. We'll be live on this YouTube channel. Game is at 7. Probably wrap up around 1030. We'll probably be on the show around 1045 or 11, depending on final whistle. But it was a pleasure as always. Join us tomorrow. Follow us on Twitter mm-hmm. at Shane Deef, at bboyer 7 and at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Um, oh, I love it. Thank you for the encouragement. Um, and uh, please leave a review if you're listening on audio. We are, we are available wherever you get your podcasts right after the shows. And have a good weekend, Sun Devil fans. We'll see you tomorrow.